happy eyes. Hi, I'm Michaela, a psychotherapist. Hi, I'm Savannah, not a psychotherapist. And this is our podcast, Hippie and a Realist. Real life conversations about life and happiness. This is episode one, hippie therapist and a realist. We just started and literally two seconds in, we have a child. <laughs> one kid already on the arm. That's done. But when we first, my first thoughts for our first episode were on forgiveness and, or on um, not giving up, like all these different things that had a therapeutic, you know, intention and some goals for people. And then after the fallout today from social media, I just feel like we should be talking about what happened and keep it real for this is real life. Yeah, I know we were t- talking in the car right here. And you're like, I don't want to talk. I want to like just wait till we have the mic on so you can just start talking and be real with your feelings. Um, I know we probably should do some like housekeeping and explain who we are, what we are, but we want to capture how we've been feeling, especially today was like one of the reasons why we've been wanting to do a podcast and talk about our feelings on a new platform, a new platform. So I was thinking about the title on the way home, hippie therapist and a realist. And really I was thinking that could be either one of us because you (laughs) therapize me so much more often than, you know what I'm saying? Like, but then sometimes it's because I've been in therapy. And so it's like a typical like lingo. And mind you, like, I guess give yourself be like, you are a psychotherapist. It's what you practice. It's what you do. So you're a professional at the same time. Like, uh, so there is that like language that we like to use between each other that it's easy to, but you should be using it in like, not just like your practice. It's why you, you practice what you preach, you know? So, it's, but I love that the realist that I want to be and the realist that you are keeps me in check because everything that happened today was like, why am I engaging? Why am I doing this? And then when you called me on lunch break and you're like, why are you engaging in this? I was like, that's exactly it right there. Why can't I heed my own advice? So I think this is a great, I think this is a great podcast in that way. I think people can relate to the the big psycho talk, but also the realism part of it. Like there's not going to be any bullshit in this podcast. Oh, there might be. There's going to be a lot of bullshit. bullshit. <laughs> like bullshit. Like, Hey mom, can I get dessert? So that's just real. That is life. And that already happens, but it's not going to be someone talking at someone from an empowered position mm-hmm. at all. And I think that's what ticked me off today about the social media stuff and what kind of unfolded. Can we have a piece of candy? One. Okay. It's a good dessert choice. Yeah. Actually, and I'm more of like a smothered ice covered ice cream cherry on top. A piece of candy? Sure. Yeah, I'll pull that one easy. (laughs) Two pieces of candy? That's what's coming next. Can we have another piece? Well, this one was chocolate and this one is sour. They're not the same. Okay. Okay, Um, so this is I want to give you the outline of what unfolded today, even though I know that you know what happened. Can I have a piece of candy? Okay, you tuck and Austin Deli can all have a piece of candy. Just make sure to put your wrappers in the trash. 
Okay, so I follow a large influencer on social media. And this person um, has a great podcast and is doing amazing things in the world. And some things I'm like the biggest cheerleader and other things I struggle with, I disagree with. Um, And even when I disagree with something, I feel like I can keep the perspective alive that, hey, this is someone else's viewpoint and there can be a dialogue without it having to turn yucky or without, um, us having to agree with each other. Like we can talk about something and agree to disagree. Yeah. And so, um, what was brought up today is classic hashtag future is female stuff. And, um, there were a bunch of statistics that were listed in this post in the caption and they were all how females are oppressed by literally quoted the white man. And so I felt that there was a, an unheard voice that also deserved to have some commentary, which was statistics about men. Um, like there, that two thirds of all murder victims are men and that 67% of men report being depressed and three times as many men are likely to commit suicide than females. And just some of that dialogue not to silence what was being said about women, but to share in the idea that the future is equal and that there is so much more global of a picture, a conversation that needs to be happening and that the teeter-totter shouldn't go from one side to the other or the pendulum swinging from one side to the other. So I felt that I commented in a way that was with... um, integrity. And I felt that I spoke my truth with grace. And what I was met with was in some cases, some really great dialogue that was very interesting on the topic of, um, female empowerment. And what was really kind of mind blowing to me was how many people assumed I was a man from the fact that social media is so anonymous. And, um, what also shocked me was that the comments got really ugly after a period of time, even though like I tried calling to... ugly. Yeah. Like, like typical playground, like yeah. one thing to disagree with somebody to then be like, you're, you know, your, uh, your opinions aren't really valid. I don't uh, find out better sources to like typical, like you're ugly, you're fat, stupid, like playground talk, right. To get ugly, nasty in that sense. Or was it more of just like, Well, I feel like it started out with some expression of healthy dialogue. And then I felt, and I, and being mindful, being a mindful person and being a psychotherapist who preaches, you know, I feel statements all day long. I was really mindful of how I engaged in response. Um, And it was shocking to me to see how um, with the veil of anonymity, people could quickly disregard Um, the humanistic component of reaching out in a way that is very kind and just wanting to be heard, I think. So it was like a three-part piece of, um, one, the topic of female empowerment, and two, the topic of social media and kind of how language has gone that way. And then the third part of it was... um, just the anonymous nature of not being present with somebody like I'm present with you right now. I can. 
edit it. Yeah, that was just a quick candy break. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> right when we're in the mind flow, right? But I felt like there are so many topics to dive into. So many topics. And I love that we're kind of addressing them from both the perspective of therapeutic and realism because they don't always jive. Like they don't always align. Right. You always say something. It's really easy to like, which I talked earlier about practice, what you preach. It's easy to, Hey, talk about your, I feel statements. Then when you're in that heat of the moment, but that's why you practice those things. So it's like any muscle memory. Yes. It's not always like the realist in the middle of a heat argument. You'd stop and say, I feel that you're, you know, half times like, Hey, like, but you have to stop. And then you hear that's when you stop and you hear your therapist, you hear that realness voice and you say, Nope, this is those moments where I'm supposed to be using those. Mm-hmm. You come back to it for the realness. Uh, you were talking a couple of things. I just want to go back to um, the dialogue that you were having back and forth earlier today with people. Um, we talked about this a little on the phone when you and I talked at lunch. The dialogue sometimes back and forth, I think sometimes on social media, is you have the problem is it's like behind the screen dialogue. There are things that you're going to say, and then it's kind of common knowledge, I think, at this point, as far as like in the social media game, that you're going to say behind the screen that you would not say to a person's face. Cyberbullying. You know what I'm saying? A lot of these people will go and do these things that are, you know, it, it's not just kids that are cyberbullying. It's, it's online. It happens all the time that people will act a certain way in their dialogue that they would never say in that humanness, which we talked about, you were, you brought up, you wouldn't, you wouldn't talk, you wouldn't talk to like somebody like that in real life. You wouldn't say those conversations. So what really shocked me about that is after, you know, kind of engaging, which I was really upset with myself about, but I was like, chill out. You're fine. This is something you're obviously passionate about. I was driving to pick up Tucker from school And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do what I kind of did the other day when that guy was laying on the horn in the intersection and I got out of the car and I'm like, roll it down. You know, let's talk face to face, mano a mano here. You just tell the story. (laughs) Just tell the story. Stupid Siri told me to go right, then left. And really I needed to go left. And I thought the lane I was in turned left, but it did not. Alas, I made a butthead decision to cut in front of somebody. And then the light turned red, which admittedly, was not the best. I could have went straight, but I was in an unfamiliar area. It was sending me over the freeway. I was just like, ah, and reacted. And the guy behind me proceeded to feel entitled to such event and laid on the horn. Not like a toot toot, you're a butthead, thanks kind of like response, which would have been okay. You know, still kind of jerky, but okay. He laid on the horn for minutes minutes. And this is city long intersection lights. So I finally got out of the car and I said, roll it down. Like I'm a human. I'm not from here. I am lost. He eventually stopped laying on the horn, but I feel like people were like, well, you could have been shot. Yes. But this is the problem is we've lost the human component to dialogue and action and all sorts of different things. And so on the way to school, I thought, you know what, I'm going to have some time in the parking lot waiting to pick him up. And I'm going to message because there were a couple handles that were really going back and forth with me. And I was like, I'm going to message them individually and just say, thanks for your perspective. I realized this thread got crazy today and um, send them a picture of me 
with a peace sign, like a selfie, just like, hey, I'm a human. This is who I am. This is my face in the moment right now. And what was shocking to me is that only one person of four women messaged me back in the DM. And that one person said, oh my gosh, thank you so much for reaching out. We're obviously both passionate about what we were talking about. And I loved that we shared this dialogue. I got some new perspective, blah, blah, blah. Great. The other three went back to the public thread and shamed me in the freaking thread. They literally said, the one lady said, how dare you send an inappropriate gesture in private message? First of all, what the fuck? When did this not be a fucking peace sign? Is this like, I mean, what, how is this inappropriate? Those are the exact women who are perpetuating the problem that they're receiving data like a peace sign as what? From God, if, could you imagine if I was a man? Hashtag me fucking too. Boom. And all I did was put a peace sign and a selfie, right? Not only that, but then the other woman says, starts getting yucky and is shaming me in the thread. And I'm thinking, women are the problem with women, right? We're not straightening each other's crowns here. We're not having rational dialogue. We are literally ripping each other apart. And yet we want anyone else to respect and hear us. This is not the way the future is going to be female, which I don't agree with anyway. I I have a son. I completely believe the future is equal. I'm not following this whole has these or one. What is, who's calling? Do you have your, your phone connected to your computer? Yes. <laughs> okay. So I'm just going to throw, since we just got interrupted with a phone call, I, I think a lot of this problem uh, is technology. Technology is one of the biggest. So we said, oh, Siri got me lost. Mm-hmm. Damn um, you, Siri. <laughs> damn you, Siri. We're relying on technology uh, and because we're losing that humanness because we're doing all of these things. So we talk about social media. Right now, you and I are being social. We're, we uh, each have a glass of wine. We're sitting in front of each other. It could be a glass of tea. It just happens to be some rosé. This is humanness. This is interacting socially. So when we've created this platform of how our media, how, how we socialize with people, it's changing how we socialize. I mean, overall of how we, we all have those things that you would never say to somebody to their face or even your moment you think, okay, I really want to get my point across, but I have to like stop and tack. Some of us have this. My husband doesn't, I don't know if he has this filter, <laughs> but that, that you say, okay, stop, completely listen to what they're saying. And how can I respectfully say this back to this person in an appropriate way? You knocked on the guy's door and he didn't, you know, yeah, it was super crazy. You could have died, but I'm just, whatever. It's the same jacked in today. I thought I saw your face and I thought that's my friend. And like, you kind of looked a little stressed for like a second. And then I was smiling and you were smiling and we were having an entire nonverbal conversation before we even said hi. And that's completely gone. Well, and that's the humanness of it. Right. So where you would confront a person in normal in person, which I don't recommend anybody jumping out of their car in the middle of the road, but that's, but that is a, that is a human life gesture. And you know, the guy not rolling his window down is kind of a less where I look at somebody when you, you DM somebody, you know, you're confronting them, but they're not even wanting to respond in that humanness Mm -hmm. that people really do. So they get, there's always like to, to hide behind the screen rather than just deal with it. And, uh, 
This is a word I'm going to use and I think it's kind of ugly, but I think it really works. Sometimes there's trolls on the internet. Yeah. And I, when I say yeah. trolls, I don't like yeah, picture like a scary person underneath the bridge. But sometimes I think people are easy to pick up their phone. And if we do it in other people, people do it all the time. If you're not happy always with yourself, it's easier to reflect mm -hmm. that onto another person. And it's easier to make yourself feel better. And it's then rather than like, so these trolls, I don't even, I don't, don't want to go too off on this tangent with trolls, but I, we just have to be, especially since our humanness has changed and our, the way that we socialize with people has changed, be leery of the social trolls. It's the same thing back, um, you know, like the church lady that you would never want your, like the gossip lady, you know mm -hmm, what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's just changed socially of who is that person. Like somebody, you know, can't be trusted with too much information. Um, I have a good friend and they always talk like your friendships are like targets, like the target symbol. Your inner friends are a little bit closer and then you can. Yeah, the target. So I where totally do they sit therapy, on yeah. your on your target? Way out. Like probably further than right. the grocery store So imagine store these clerk. people that literally don't even live in your community. Not live your state. You have no, I mean, they, uh -huh. I mean, uh -huh. social media influencers, like we talk about, are buying people. You don't know what they are. I yeah. mean, and be a Whatever. Half the time, I don't even think they're real people. So one of the things when it turned ugly is when I said, okay, I do apparently have a line. You have apparently crossed it. I am disengaging now um, because I'm recognizing all the symptoms in myself of fight or flight. Like I'm really triggered, really agitated, all these things. And one of the ladies said back, um, that's just classic that you're taking the victim role now. And I was so shocked by that because here I'd spent 57 comments in a thread <laughs> replying why didn't you why didn't you, did you go in 57 I would I would okay I know oh. I would have not I would have been like this okay. is too much I agree and this is definitely my weakness <laughs> but that I was so patient and so kind and so like Okay. 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 And then the moment that I actually take a stand, I'm a victim. What? What? <laughs> Mind blowing. The other person said um, something about feminism and patriarchy, assuming I was a man. And what really irritated me about that is that I can be a strong, independent female and roar and have my voice heard without being a feminist. Those two things are not congruent. They do not have to go together in the same barrel. And it ticked me off that unless I was wholeheartedly agreeing with a feministic standpoint, I couldn't be a strong, independent female. Suddenly I was a victim and I was weak and I was all these other things, which you know me, am I, am I any of those definitions? Are those adjectives that anybody that knows me would describe me? No. And this is to your point. This is to my they point. They don't know me. They don't know you. But the other part is, and Michaela, they're never going to know you. Know. Uh, you know, you can be yourself. So that's this thing where we struggle with how much of transparency do you want in your social media? Now, that being said, uh, today's day and age, business, whatever, there is, there is a way that you more or less sometimes have to sort of sell yourself on the internet to be in a professional way. Uh, say you're... A, an aspiring artist. Mm -hmm. You have to sell yourself yeah. in a certain, you have to put yourself in those platforms and in those lights. If you're an author, like 
MJ herself right here. <laughs> you know, you have to be able to put yourself out there and, and get your information out there. And social media can be great for those things. You have to be careful that we're not buying into these unhuman, like, yes. you, we're always going to have, like, you're not going to get along with everybody. Everybody's going to have different opinions. I know there's so many hot things, you know, we're approaching uh, the Women's March, which is coming up, which I will be going to. Um, I have two daughters. Um, I am a woman and I have sisters and I, and I would say I would classify you probably as a feminist. I mean, if we were going to use labels, which I'm not a fan of, I would say you're definitely, you definitely lean that direction. Well, and I think but you also comes down come to- from a military background where you were surrounded by men and come from a space of a very strong female who um, has lived in that world probably more closely than well. I think I even know. coming from a, a, not always, I'm not, I'm not always been a strong person. Coming from a weak person, where I do have have feelings that I've been treated unfairly because of my gender. Um, I do, you know, I think it all comes down to your like definition of feminist. I'm also like. I couldn't, I wouldn't even consider myself a realist. Sometimes I just consider myself a goofball, <laughs> my opinions. So, but yeah, I, I, um, I believe in, we talked equality is like my biggest thing. And that comes not just by like your, your gender that goes to your race, your sexual race is actually stupid because we're all one race. We're all the human race. Right. So that's your, that's my equality platform. We're all the freaking same. Everybody yeah. shits, everybody pisses, you know, yeah. like we all bleed red too. As far as I know, as far as I know, you know, we can get into like our religion. Like as far as I know, I've never died, but so, that's only cause I can't remember it. So let me ask you this being our first podcast. Like I had this idea that whatever topic we were talking about, we would somehow close it up with something tangible that our listeners could take away from it besides just our words or our story, right? Something they could actually do to take action um, towards a better life. And I have no idea what that would be on this topic because I'm so still like fired up from today. Okay. So would, would you be fired up if you didn't engage? Um, I would probably feel upset that I backed down. Which is not a great quality either. But, 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 what, but what's the fight? So my, my here's my other question. Like, this is and just, I don't see it as a fight. I'm, I don't, didn't see it as that. But that if I didn't say anything and I was like, oh, wow, poor women, so bad. Hope it's better soon. That would feel yuckier like I needed to take a shower more than what I did. Do you feel that why didn't you just not comment? Or why did you just not like? Because usually, I mean, because like, I'm a Sagittarius and I'm all fire when I read something like that. And once that shit is torched, it is straight. I don't read comments. I like legit. I I barely, I use my Facebook, Instagram. I don't read. I don't. That's why I backed off of Facebook because mm-hmm. I was tired of reading people's opinions. So maybe our and therapeutic Instagram. intervention is. To consider, without judgment, how you feel when you comment versus when you don't. Maybe something as simple as that. Or don't read all... Why would you waste all your time scrolling through 50 fucking comments? Well, because they were each aimed at me. It wasn't yeah. like all no, your the, situation the other is, comments. Your situation is different. I, did, I would Like, say, it was like, at so dialogue. Johnson's, here we are know? using our first dialogue. We're recording a podcast. We're speaking. So I think the frame of dialogue, watch your dialogue. 
in and dialogues because comments are more or less a form of dialogues, correct? Oh, I love that. Because I love that. So yes, be mindful of what you're of what the fuck you're saying and responding and all of that. And the humanist, would you say that to somebody's face? If you were with them? Oh, yeah, I do. I, I, know, I know you would know. I know you would. I know you without the F-bomb. I know you. I know you. We, yeah, I know. What the? No, I. So maybe just let's be mindful of our dialogue and not and so remember our humanness. And when can we add more humanness? Humanness. And we go back to our equality. Feminist, not feminist. I think if you don't believe in equality, you are a piece of shit. Like, Concur. Like, just flat out, like, you don't have to, like... I don't care. Like you don't like have to, I don't, you can't choose. I mean, I guess you can choose if you have a boy or a girl today in technology, but but you, but more or less nature's create us. You get what you get and you don't throw a fit. Um, And just because I happen to have two girls and, and you have a boy that doesn't, shouldn't change our platform on equality and um, MLK day was on Monday. So that is kind of throw that in there that it's about equality. Um, yes. Everything that man said is a pearl. <laughs> it is. It is. Really? So, I mean, so I, I have to say that I'm a little bit of a, like, I did post something on Facebook about MLK Day, and more or less it was, sums up around the myths of like, you know, it, it, being that Martin Luther King was murdered as a tragedy, like, and it's violence. It's it, a violence for one only reason is because somebody was seeking equality and to think that somebody would be m- murdered, their life would be here on earth is ended because of like, that's just insane. Absolutely. It's absolutely, you would murder somebody. And sometimes our words can be violent. This dialogues can be violent. Mm-hmm. You know, um, here we are hours later from your conversation and you're, you know, it, it affects you. Mm-hmm. It does affect you. Yeah. I'm still processing it. Yeah. Um, did you have anything else on your list? No, these were just words that you were talking about and I wanted to write and come back and Miranda. So we learned we need notepads. We need notepads. <laughs> so that we I was like scared of it to like back. make too much background noise. Yeah. So I don't want to make too much noise. So if you like our podcast, Hippie Therapist and a Realist, click subscribe. We promise there will be a lot more nonsense. A, no judgment. Our first podcast. We love be you. Be kind. <laughs> Think about your dialogue. <laughs> and you will be hearing from us soon. And we would love to hear back from you what you have to say. Um, Michaela will take plenty of time to read your comments. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Oh. Do I can't. Do we want to record that? Yes. And we will link to our social media so that you can reach out to us in the comments section. Caption section? I don't even know. Some section. Some section. Um, it'll be there. Trust us. Just like below. Click below. And then double click. Now we need share. the music. Great. Three bass notes. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> this has been a BU Find Happy podcast. <laughs> For more inspiration, check out our links. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.